everyone. Welcome to the next episode of Outcomes. I'm your host, Barry King. And with me today is a unique guest, somebody who's got a really interesting perspective on partnerships. This is Dorian. She's the partnership leader focused on bringing entrepreneurship to partners. Uh, what's fascinating about this, why I'm excited for this conversation, it's a totally different lens from the usual conversation in terms of typically having a very tactical uh, step-by-step outcome-based discussion. We're going to talk a little bit more about the research that's been done and a lot of the background that she brings to the, to the conversation today. So first and foremost, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for being on. I think, uh, again, we're going to have a super different and interesting conversation today. Before we get started, I'm going to ask you the most important question, which is what does partnerships mean to you? Oh, partnerships. Well, it means so many things, right? But I mean, to me, uh, at a really basic level, partnerships are about reciprocity. So um, just reciprocal relationship where each party gains something from that relationship. Um, and to me, it's as simple as that. <laughs> Brilliant. Better together outcomes. I love it. And so you've done a bunch of research then in innovation specifically, and then focused on how framing partner program and partner development is more of an entrepreneurial venture. So let's talk first and foremost, in terms of like a 30,000 foot view level set on what does that mean to the listener? Sure. Okay. So for me, um, some of my background is in entrepreneurship and innovation. Like personally, I ran out of university. I started a business and I was an entrepreneur for about a decade. And then I kind of got, you know, found myself in the world of partnerships after, you know, getting out of um, entrepreneurship and starting to build my corporate resume, I landed in partnerships, which kind of makes sense because you use all of this background, like sales and marketing and all, you kind of have to wear a lot of hats when you're a partnership person. Um, so that was sort of my background and that really informed my perspective. And uh, then I decided to kind of codify my experience by doing a master of science in entrepreneurship and innovation. Um, and for for my kind of like end cap project, you know, you, you have a few options, but one of the things that you could do is build a venture kind of using everything that you've learned in the course. Um, so my experience was in partnerships and I was kind of noticing like, hey, <laughs> building a partner program, which is something I've done, is quite a lot like building an entire entrepreneurial venture. Um, and, and that was sort of what, what got me onto this track of like, well, how can we bring entrepreneurship and innovation into the whole world of partner program development and management? Um, and then another piece to it, uh, was noticing challenges in trying to develop a partner program and hearing from colleagues, you know, that they have these similar challenges. Um, there's a lot of sort of like internal friction, trouble with getting buy-in, trouble with getting resources, um, and and just sort of these repeated narratives. And if really, if you tie all of those narratives together and kind of look at it, what that is, is a lack of innovation culture um, and a lack of sort of entrepreneurial um, orientation to the problem. It's more of taking, taking a managerial approach um, and you end up with sort of all this friction and um, and blocks. Too. So So that was sort of my hypothesis. Anyway, so that's the 30,000 foot. No, it's interesting. That's super interesting. So then if you, when you take this lens on the problem, right, the problem being obviously how do you start and build and grow something with meaning and with efficacy, are you then looking at it, you mentioned obviously entrepreneurial and innovation uh, through a fresh set of eyes in terms of saying, is it about the dynamic with the partner? Like where do you start in this framework you're describing in terms of how do you approach the problem differently? So um, I guess it's like starting with the hypothesis, right? It's 
if the hypothesis is that building a channel partner program or a partner program is an entrepreneurial pursuit, then what follows from that? What assumptions do you need to make? Like, what do you do if you're building a business? What are the typical approaches that you would take? Um, and those same approaches just need to be kind of lifted and shifted over onto the, into the partnership world. So, um, so those are called design propositions that kind of align to the hypothesis. So hypothesis is um, channel partner program development is an entrepreneurial pursuit. Like basically it's a venture in and of itself. You're building a small business in the business. What do we need to assume from there? So then those that. assumptions are kind of the specifics I can talk about as far as like what you need to do um, to build a partner program as an entrepreneurial pursuit. Yeah, no, please do. Because I think, you know, if I'm listening to this, right, as an audience member, I always try and put myself in their shoes as well. I'm I'm waiting for that. I want to hear like how you go about it. And I think what's important to note, uh, to be clear, I agree with you. Even in my early partnership days, I always thought about it as a business in a box. Like I have to be able to build something that another organization can attach to their existing machine. I'm an analogies person. So I'm picturing like there's this box and within that box are the existing gears and mechanisms and whatnot that allow that organization to function as a business. What I'm asking them to do is not necessarily disrupt that entire box, but attach mine to the side of it. And then over time, integrate my gears into their gears. And now they run seamlessly together. But that takes a lot of the things you're describing in terms of creative thinking, being intentional about this being a really truly, uh, you know, ground up entrepreneurial venture. I would love to hear the framework you're describing. Love to hear more about the details in terms of how to go about doing so. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess there's kind of there's two two parts to this. There's this the internal stuff at the organization, like how do we need to tune the organization to kind of make it um, to prime it for entrepreneurial success or intrapreneurial success, which is just entrepreneurship inside of an organization. Like what are the things that you need to do? And luckily, like there's a lot of research on that already. So it's just like, okay, we already know about corporate entrepreneurship and we already know about intrapreneurship. So let's take those um, fundamental principles and bring them into partner program development. So number one is, uh, or of my design proposition anyway, this is what I'm putting forward. Um, that we need to take an entrepreneurial approach versus a managerial approach. So what does that mean? Um, if you think of like managerial thinking is all about uh, avoiding risk. We want to like manage our risk and mitigate risk. We don't want, uh, we do a lot of planning. We need to like sort of build the whole entire huge plan and then do the thing, um, you know, and in order and sometimes to get budget approval, we're building sort of like these big plans and everything and then submitting them for approval. And then there's this discussion and waiting. Entrepreneurial um, thinking is more about taking small incremental steps. We're less worried about risk. We're more interested in outcomes, <laughs> which, you know, hence Nailed the title it. of your podcast. <laughs> yeah. So so it's really shifting um, the organization's um, approach and understanding to partnerships so that we're like primed and prepared to take this risk-taking, entrepreneurial, incremental, experiment-oriented. Um, another is is sort of act to learn um, versus mm, plan to that. act. Yeah. So what yep. that means is, you know, each step you're taking, you're open open to learning something from those steps versus we're doing something because we need this to happen. Like, and so we do a lot of planning, and then we want that to happen. <laughs> so That's there's so nothing. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there's a place for managerial thinking and there's nothing wrong with it. That's the other thing. It's not, I'm not, to, not to vilify like managerial thinking. It's very necessary, but it's, it's counterproductive 
to entrepreneurial thinking and stifling to innovation. So, so that's step one. So how could you implement that on a team? Like, first of all, I mean, it really helps if you have, uh, if the C-suite is willing to sort of come to the table on this and understand, okay, we need to take this approach and um, embrace this entrepreneurial way of thinking. But if it's just on your own team, in your own, you know, say you're a partner leader and you've got a small team of partner people, embracing that approach um, versus sort of strict and rigid management, embracing this approach of, you know, um, testing and incremental and learning and, and all of that, um, especially if you're building the program, because you still don't know where, where your fit is. If, if we sort of tie it back to the original proposition, like we're building a business, you're building a value proposition and you need to find product market fit. And what we're doing is we're finding fit with our partners. So you need to do that in this innovation kind of way. Um, so that's the first proposition. I don't know if you want to comment on that or you have any questions. Uh, you're crushing it. Keep going. This is brilliant. I, my comment would be really straightforward, which is like, that makes sense to me when I've talked to leaders and even my own experience early on. I think functionally, it's really easy to operate. Like the most um, clear example I can always use would be when you have a sales leader running partnerships. So I think a lot of us have experienced that. That person's like, what's the forecast and where's the number and what are the metrics? And I think those things you know, those are present in some dynamics and they may work in some models. But generally speaking, when you start off, you don't know those things. What you know is that there's a business that you can work with to deliver more value to your customer or augment value to your customer. And so in that case, then we should figure out a way to work with them. And those things, those ideologies take time to develop. What you're describing, it sounds like is that in particular early on, I liked, I will not do it justice, but the expression you used around basically trying to learn, right? Doing the work to learn. I think that's yeah. really important to note and that there isn't a playbook, which I've said before in the show, but I think acknowledgement of that, that this is a, um, you know, frontier endeavor. You're going to go and try and forge new paths, new ground is really important to not just reconcile the challenge it is to build something from scratch, but I think more importantly, develop the mindset as you described it in terms of how to actually go to market and figure this thing out, you know, build the bus as you drive down the road is an expression we've heard a lot. 